if sports is your thing and you, you think that's a potential future for you and you enjoy it uh, as a type A personality and as somebody who's a competitor uh, and you want to look at potentially exploring that in your military transition as a possible next career step, then this is the episode for you because uh, Nate, who's a fellow peer of mine when I was stationed out uh, in Hawaii as a company commander, uh, he's gonna he's gonna tell you as a current strength and conditioning coach, you know what goes on behind the scenes and some of the the competition and the work and the effort that's out there um, that it requires to to move into this industry. And it's not all you know uh, a Friday night lights you know type type approach. There's a lot being uh, going on underneath it. So if you're interested in the sports industry, stay tuned. Coming up. Hey Nate, thanks for uh, jumping in and joining us. I know uh, you got you're busy right now, uh, and I appreciate you taking the time to kind of talk, uh, you know, the sports industry a little bit for us and and possible careers coming out of the military. Having having been an aviator and then and then hanging those wings up and, and picking up the weights, you know. So so thanks and uh, you know uh, introduce yourself and, and tell us about how you got to where you are today and a little bit about your background and your transition. Yeah. Uh, first off, Ryan, uh, thanks for having me on the show. Um, big fan of, of what you're doing for the transitioning community, um, as it is quite a change um, going from wearing the uniform to uh, wearing whatever it is when, when you get out. Uh, for, for all your listeners having worked with you um, in the service, I can't give a stronger recommendation for your character and and the results you get uh, performance-wise. So um, that should give everyone uh, a reason to really digest the material that you're putting out there because it's coming from a quality quality individual and source yeah thanks man as i appreciate as, that yeah no problem man absolutely and it's uh certainly from the heart so yeah a little about myself i'm uh i'm a transition vet my name's nate Potoshnik. i uh i made the rank of captain promotable turned down major and ile and all of that uh to pursue really a, a passion in life uh which is brought me into the field of strength and conditioning. I'm currently located in Charlottesville, Virginia, working with the uh, the UVA football team. Uh, we're, we're currently preparing for our fifth uh, season that, that I've been at the school, and it's, uh, it's challenging and rewarding uh, all at the same time, and, uh, and, and I'm doing really well, so I'm happy to to share any advice uh, that I can for someone who's thinking about making such a, such a big change in their lives. Yeah. So, so tell us about that. I mean, you, you were uh, like, you, like you said, turned down 04 were uh, you know, uh, just as you alluded, I mean, you were the, you were that type a mentality that, that character, um, you know, that, 
you know, really was a rock within the organization as we were, as we were peers and partners and, and often, you know, having fun competition between each other and, and decided to go back to the sporting side of the house and go back to what I always knew was a passion of yours. And, um, so, so tell us about, you know, how you went about doing that. Um, you know, what, what, what led you to that? What uh, skills you had to take? What uh, courses? You know that kind of stuff to to get us to, you know where you you know where you're at today. Yeah. So so first off, thought process wise, uh, someone once told me to think of life as as a series of revolving doors and you know opportunities that that are available um, might not always be available. And they, they might become available at different times. And just kind of in my <clears throat> service timeline, um, I was at a point where I was getting ready to make a big transition from the the cockpit to flying the desk. Is <laughs> you know is 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 very cliche in in that community. And that wasn't that something that I was sure that I wanted to do um, personally. I, I had just gotten married and, you know, we were talking about starting a family, having kids and whatnot. And, um, you know, I was looking to settle down in an area that was uh, closer to where I grew up from, uh, as I had, you know, been everywhere else, uh, from the area that I was originally from, um, the idea of kind of growing roots, in an area that, you know, I grew up in was, was appealing. Um, so, so those two things kind of, uh, went into my thought process and then just the idea that you only get one shot at, at life, you know, and, uh, you should do what you're ultimately passionate, passionate about and, and worry about, you know, income and all that, uh, once you're working towards your passion, um, is is something that that I leaned on heavily to to really go through um, with that unknown transition. Um, and as I worked through those areas, you know, you, you start to think about long term plan. What what is this going to look like? How do I do it? Researching, you know, what what is the popular degree that you need to be this this kind of uh, professional, do I have that degree? Okay, I, I didn't. I was an economics major. You're supposed to have a Kinesis-type uh, background. So, you know, what are some options as far as brick and mortar or online uh, that I can meet those prereqs? Um, what certifications are required like you talked about? Uh, there were a couple that I needed that I didn't have that I was able to um, all do online a couple years before I even transitioned from the service. So um, probably probably three years out, I was really starting to put uh, a lot of energy um, outside of you know the military workplace into my transition plan so that when I did transition. I was I was prepared. Um, and it didn't look like I was, you know, a rookie for lack of better terms when I was walking into my new environment on day one. Um, 
and then just some of the resources that are and benefits that are available to you as a as a veteran coming from that community the the GI bill is absolutely awesome i took full advantage of that and i uh, just found a location here at virginia that was pretty much perfect for for everything i wanted Yeah, thanks, Nate. I appreciate you walking us through that because uh, that's one thing I've been preaching a lot lately. And, you know, it, it is it is difficult, uh, you know, sometimes and for some people, uh, you know, when, when you're looking at income. But, you know, it sounds like you, you picked the location based on based on, you know, what you like, what you knew, where you grew up. And and then you pick that passion. That's something you're always passionate about. You kind of pick that end state and then started filling the blocks in, you know, and the goals, what needed to be done for there. And that's something that I don't think transitioners do a lot of. It's more of we, we take the, if you do the, uh, I mean, I'll come out and say, if you do the, the, the Soldier for Life TAP program, you're basically doing what the Army teaches you to do. And that's like, hurry up and wait, take one step at a time. You know, here's the skills you have. <laughs> go to here, you know, collect this signature, go to there type thing, you know, move to the next station, you're go at that. I mean, that's really kind of what it's like. And meanwhile, they're preaching, you know, MDMP and backwards planning and, you know, one third, two third rule. And we don't, we don't do it in our transition, you know? Um, and right. I, and yeah, and I just I think that uh, it's a great to hear you do that, and then talk about you know starting three years out. I mean, uh, the, the thing is the army, especially or the military in general, is just starting to go towards more of a a younger wanting a younger generation as they cut out some of the pension program and and make some changes there. Uh, having this plan from really day one when you go into the military, because whether you're a lifer or not, you're gonna get out and you're gonna make this transition. So finding yourself and that passion and you know just simple networking uh is you can start that day one so kudos to you for planning um you know so far out and then yeah absolutely i mean those benefits and resources are, are there for you know your exposal and then that becomes you know they become one of the rocks uh so to speak or one of the goals that help you support that that passion or that end state that you're that you're driving for Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely echo everything you said there. So what, uh, you know, let, let, help me, you know, cause you know, one thing I wanted to do and, um, and I know again, your, your strength and conditioning, but somebody who's been in, you know, the sports industry, I mean, everybody thinks, you know, spike, of course. Yeah. I mean, I played college baseball sports is, is sexy. It's the thing <laughs> like, you know, but, right. but I read, I read an article on ESPN. I think it was right before the football season started and it was about Mike Rabel and his, in his daily life. And basically he had like Friday nights reserved to go have dinner with his family and then catch one of his boys, you know, baseball game, basketball game, whatever the case was. And other than that, I mean, it was, it was early hours. It was late nights. Now, granted, this is a head coach of an NFL team, but uh, you know, everybody, right. everybody wants to go sports, sports, sports. Um, but, but help us paint like some of the, some of the behind the scenes stuff that maybe, uh, you know, that, that we don't see, you know, early mornings and late nights and, and food, you know, in one hand while sitting in a briefing in the other and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I'll just, I guess, tell you about my my daily day right now um and and that can give some people an idea uh understanding that 
that I'm more a support coach. Um, so the the <clears throat> guys who are uh, we call them second floor guys. So like the actual position coaches and you know head coaches' schedules are probably even a little more crazy than this. Um, but I'm up at I'm up at 3:30 in the morning. Um, I'm at the building by 4:30, uh, setting up the room for the day's training event. We got you know 120 athletes on our college team, so um, there's quite a bit of setup to allow for you know efficiencies in running uh, that many guys through you know robust training plans that's um, that are occurring in the weight room and and out on the field. Um, so there's essentially uh, six hours or so of training split between different groups. Um, after that, there's obviously time for uh, lunch and uh, coming down, as we call it, because, you know, you're running around and, and very busy for for that training time. And then the afternoon is reserved for more professional development. Um, there's time to work out yourself and meetings uh, as put on the calendar by, by anyone in charge and any organization that you'll be in. Um, I leave the, the office around five o'clock at night, uh, come home, uh, eat dinner with the family, spend time with the wife and daughter and, uh, and up at, you know, three thirty the next day to, uh, to start it all over again. Um, in the off season, we, we do get weekends off, uh, here at Virginia, uh, can't necessarily be said for for everywhere across the country and then during the season it's uh it's six days a week and we still get Sundays off so um you know what what the the public sees on TV and the game aspect of it is is obviously very entertaining uh there's a a ton of work that's that's put into um facilitate what what's broadcast which uh yeah it's it's demanding for sure um when when we're bringing in people to to intern or or interview you know my biggest question is just about their passion for for what they're signing up for because it it really is a business that if you don't have passion you can uh you can burn out in in really quickly um, so I think that that gets to what you're asking. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it becomes the point where you know, like game days are pretty much your day off. You know, more, more or less. Right. You know, right? Like, <laughs> like that's the right. most relaxing time. You know, that you can become a fan a little bit more, and so you so you have to have sure. that passion for for you know whatever that role is. And and, and you know, I, I look at it right. Like, I mean, I know we're talking strength and conditioning here, but I mean, I mean, I'm sure you can attest too, but I mean, like your medical staff, I mean, they have to come in and prep pre, you know, pre, you know, prep the, their medical, you know, pre room uh, and whatnot. Then they have to be alert during practices and games. And then they have to, you know, deal with injuries and recovery posts and, and look at uh, statistics and, and mean run plans. So it's not as cool as, as the, 
as you know, the I, I, I'm a baseball fan, a Red Sox fan, but I watched watched the medical <laughs> the medical dude. And he's got he's literally has like an, their head of head of medical as like ACU bag, and I'm like, dude, the guy had to be like former, you know, maybe special forces or whatever, you know, he was probably some medic, you know, and I'm like, ah, that's easy, man. Sure. That guy's got the best gig, and then sure. I start looking at it, and I'm like. He probably does a whole hell of a lot of work on this, you know, before and after and during, and that's that's the competitive nature of the sports industry. I mean, I'm sure you can attest that it translates to to all aspects of of you know of the business, really. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, no matter what what your role is um, in the athletic department, and, and I'm sure this is the same uh, if you're on the professional level, but. You know, like you talked about the competitiveness, um, you know, so, so like I, I'm going on my fifth year, I can tell you our amount of wins and losses from each of those years. And that's, that's really what you remember and what you're measured by. Um, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, I guess the day-to-day details, uh, what, what, what really matters is you always feel like you're behind. You always feel like you're in a race with the unknown because you have no visibility on any of your competitors outside of what they put out there on social media or whatever. And you're not even spending time to look at that. So it just fosters an environment where, you know, more, 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 um, how can we gain efficiencies? How can we create competitive advantages? Um, which for some translates into more and more hours at work. Yeah. So, so speaking of that, I mean, we, I know we talked about, you know, obviously you had to go back and get a degree and we'll talk about maybe, maybe some of the other ways to go about and tackle this, but let's focus first on, on the military, you know, what, what translated over for you, uh, maybe if, you know, three, four examples or whatever the case is of, of skills wise that, that were okay you know, you either knew or maybe you didn't, you're just going, Hey, this is a good fit. Uh, this is why I know this is working out. Cause this is, this is carrying over for me. Yeah. So it's crazy. Uh, I couldn't have walked into a better situation and I would love to say that I researched it and planned it, but, uh, a lot of it was just by the grace of, of God. Uh, the guy who accepted me for my internship was, um, extremely supportive and appreciative of the military, even though he himself had not served. Uh, but his program was was very discipline um, based. Mm-hmm. Everything on cadences and commands. Um, so having that background of you know simple things of preparatory commands, commands of execution how to how to coordinate uh to get large groups of people to move together um really helped give me opportunity uh to to run my own training groups which put me um in positions to uh show others in the organization what I could do uh when typically they wouldn't have been around to see me do those things uh if I didn't have that background um, but probably the biggest thing just generally that I've been leaned on as an additional duty uh, to strength and conditioning would be leadership development. And I think that's probably pretty something standard that 
that most uh, people in the military or veterans can say they're seen as um, developing leadership development programs for their organizations, uh, executing uh, leadership. So the thing I love best about the military is it, it, it really defines it and it ingrains it in you. Uh, things such as presence, what they're looking for, intellect, what they're looking for, character. Um, I just haven't found a resource that does it better. Um, and it's been really helpful for me uh, to explain to those who are asking me how to do it. And then they try to teach it to athletes who are developing their own styles. Um, so those would probably be the biggest things. And then, you know, to reference the transition courses, um, resources such as LinkedIn, uh, which I had never heard of or had no presence on prior to enrolling in that transition course, um, has been really helpful with, with just connecting with people that I otherwise wouldn't, wouldn't be connected with. And I don't know if it's standardized across the where you transition that you got to go to certain courses. I couldn't even tell you what course they made us register for an account and stuff like that. But, um, I'm certainly fortunate that I did, um, cause it has been a good resource and, and, uh, thing that I acquired uh, prior to my transition. Yeah. And, and that's great. So the, the leadership uh, development piece, I mean, that's something, uh, I wanted to touch on and, and, you know, the, the, the point is, is, you know, you're gonna, in, in any industry, you're gonna have, I wouldn't say you're gonna have, but, but more than likely you're gonna have those additional duties. And if, and if you don't have it off the bat, you know, uh, formally, then informally, you're going to start doing stuff. And, and, you know, I was the same right. way after, after a year at GE here, um, you know, I started going, how can I support veterans? I got involved in, in the veteran network, got involved in the hiring our heroes program and just tried, you know, try, I was trying various ways, standardize the, the, basically the onboarding process for veterans, which turn around and standardize the onboarding process for, for all of HR, for our site and, and things like that. And you just start, you start rolling with it. And that's, that's kind of that leadership side. I don't, I don't necessarily, you know, people say, so, you know, that we'll talk soft skills, hard skills. And, and yes, I, yeah. you, know, you need a balance of both. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't know it, it, if you don't have at least some of the hard skills, nobody's going to hire you just because you're a jack of all trades, great leader. But uh, but they're certainly going to count yeah. on on that leadership, you know, and, and they're going to count on, uh, yeah. you know, and, and, and maybe they don't count on it. But but you end up falling back on it, um, you know, because that's that's basically who you are, who you've been. And, and you know, that those colors are going to sh show true, so to speak. So. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, what, what else, uh, is there, is there any other advice, uh, you could give to, you know, folks trying to look at, uh, you know, an ultra competitive industry, um, you know, that, that's especially coming out of the military, um, and, you know, what they can do to potentially network with, with folks or, 
Uh, I mean, I, you know, I, I'll be honest. I'm kind of, I'm kind of reaching here because you, you pretty much said it. You know, you have to have the passion and you have to have the goal aligned, and then right. you have to find right. out what's necessary. But, um, you know, are there any other tips or tricks or, or whatnot that you could pass along to folks out there? Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I can only speak for kind of what what worked for me, um, and and then how I've kind of helped some other veterans who've reached out to me trying to get into the field. Um, and I can't remember where I heard this, but, but I think I read somewhere after I transitioned that, that there's three types of people that, that you'll meet once you get out. Um, one type has, is a veteran themselves. So they, they pretty much understand your story completely. Um, and they'll probably help you if they can. Another type is someone who has never been in, uh, but for some reason they just absolutely love you and respect you, and they'll definitely help you if they can. And then another type, they've never been in, and, and they don't really care that you were in, um, and they're probably less likely to help you. Uh, so I was able to get in, earn opportunities and responsibility, um, without question, because I worked for a guy, um, who gave me those opportunities because I was a veteran. Uh, so if you can find an organization in whatever field it is that you want to do, that, you know, that someone with, with hiring authority, um, is, is either the type that that's been in or the type that, uh, loves and respects uh, you for what you did. Um, you're certainly going to gain a competitive advantage over anyone else who's applying for that type of position. Um, and then once you get in, you're more likely to earn responsibilities, which will give you a chance to showcase what you've what you can do. Um, so that 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 would be my biggest thing. And and speaking of you know, my experience since I've gotten in, I've, there, there've been a number of veterans who probably found me on, on LinkedIn and asking for advice, um, or mentoring, or, or I just talked to a, uh, a Marine who's recently transitioned today about starting an internship. Um, and if you come at me with, you know, you're a veteran and your story and what you're trying to do and asking for my help, I, I don't know if I can help you, but because we have that shared past, mm-hmm. um, I'm certainly going to listen to you and, and I'm, I'm not going to blow off your, you know, your request to communicate. Uh, so, so I can say that's, that's true from uh, my own standpoint and having worked with, with some veterans post transition. Yeah. And no, I appreciate you sharing that. And one, you know, what I would add, add to that is that, um, you know, it, it's, you could probably attest, it certainly helps when you, you know what you want. And I guess when I say that is, is at the end of the day, you know, there might be hesitant in your mind. You might be 80, 20 or 90, 10 or something like that. So, but you don't portray that, you know, you don't come out in front and saying, Hey, you know, Nate, I'm thinking about, I like lifting weights, you know, and then, you know, when I'm not here, right. the dudes drinking <laughs> beers and, uh, you know, watching the game exactly. and you know, I enjoy it. So, you know, what, what do you, you know, what do you think, uh, what do you think it takes for me to do something like that? You know, so I get, I like, I would get paid to lift weights, you know, like, like, 
exactly. you know, you got to You got to play. You got to play like, hey, this is what I'm interested in. This is what I want to do. How, you know, can you help me get there? So knowing what you want or at yep. least selling that point that that you sound confident that you know what you want uh, as you're going through the exploratory phase, um, you know, and then and stuff like this podcast are here to help, you know, you, you know, be upfront and honest and say, hey, you know, it's going to take a lot of hard work and dedication. Are you ready for that type type thing? And then on the on the veteran, non-veteran and, and supporter and then never been, don't care kind of kind of three people piece there, you know, you will LinkedIn is a powerful tool at the end of the day. Nothing's better than a phone call or a face to face and and you will reach out to people right. and they they might not even veterans. They might not help help you even if you do say that good story up front, um, you know, and and. Just, just take it all with a grain of salt, you know. And I'm a big believer of of we each represent our brand or our organization, right? So we kind of, we're all kind of recruiters in some way, shape, or form, right? If we if we really care, um, especially you know if we can focus on such a small group like veterans. So, um, but but if not, then you know no big deal, and maybe reach out. I mean, I just there was organization I reached out to. The other day I reached out to like, uh, I think like five people gave my like, you know, quick little story and why I was interested in the organization. Um, they, they connected with me and then I rewrote them a thank you and not a single one of those people responded, all veterans, not a single one of those people wow. responded. And, and to me, that tells me something about the organization. So maybe, am I right? Sure. Am I wrong? I don't know. Um, but, but they just, when five people did it, as opposed to maybe just one person, then that started painting a picture of what kind of organization is this? And do I value that organization as much as, you know, the internet made me believe. So, um, you know, that stuff happens in, in it's unfortunate, but, uh, you know, you use that, use that to your advantage. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I I appreciate you taking your time, uh, you know, talking about some of the, you know, some of the people that you have mentored and, um, you know, is there, to, to kind of wrap it all up, are there any, um, you know, any thing that you saw outside of the, what we just talked about that, uh, you know, was, was a tool that somebody can use as far as folks reaching out to people like yourself or is there, or do you, have you seen any, you know, overlapping large mistakes that people are making? Um, and, and when it comes to, you know, connecting, networking and reaching out with, with people like yourself. Um, yeah, that's a good question. I, I think, to get into this field anyway, whether it's on the business side or the the coaching side, uh, you know, internships are, are probably the best tool. Um, it's going to give you an opportunity to network because you're going to be spending a lot of hours with people. It's going to give you an opportunity to demonstrate your worth while you're learning um, on the job. And... And yeah, you don't. You're not going to make any money um, at most of them, but I don't know of another way to just break into the field right. um, without being able to demonstrate uh, your, you know, knowledge, skills, and abilities in in the new endeavor that that you're pursuing. Um, so, 
I would definitely say plan on doing one of those. Uh, there's different websites that are more helpful than others. Uh, if someone wanted to, to get in contact with me, I can point them in certain directions depending on what their their interests are. As far as mistakes, uh, maybe just not appreciating how competitive um, some of these fields are outside of outside of the service, you know. Uh, in the service, once you're in, you kind of always have a a slot that's you know prepared for you. Um, at least in uh, any organization that I was in, um, I didn't really have to compete for the slot. It was it was kind of there. Uh, but but here, you know, you you might be in an intern class of you know ten guys and. Um, everything you do could potentially uh, add value to you, or mean that you never give an, you never get an opportunity. So, uh, just making the most of every interaction and, and every tasking, no matter how uh, big or small, uh, can really make or break you in, in being successful in your transition if you're trying to go uh, into the sporting world anyway. Yeah, no, and that, that's a fair point. I appreciate that. Is is, and I'll highlight them again. The 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 internship, you know, and that's where you tie back into those resources and those benefits. I mean, uh, you know, uh, you get the GI Bill. You go back to school. At least you get some BAH, you know, covered, and and you can you can work that into your plan, um, knowing that you you'll probably right. have to end up doing an internship to get a chance to prove yourself, um, if if you want it bad enough, and then. Uh, you know, I kind of sum up, you, even though you're saying, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's physical, sometimes it's mental or, or, you know, how you interact with people. But I call it never stop interviewing. It's it's, uh, you know, I wouldn't say it's necessarily at least from, from what I see competitive is it's like not cutthroat competitive, but. But there's somebody out there who's working harder, who's working faster, who's smarter, who's whatever, um, you know, and they, they might not be discovered or, you know, might not be going after the same thing you are, um, but but they're out there. So it's it's taking each and every, you know, opportunity to to quote unquote interview and or grow your brand, you know, show people who you are, what you believe in, what you value every every you know, comment, uh, you know, mutter under your breath, uh, LinkedIn, <laughs> Facebook post, whatever the case is. I mean, you never know who's going to see it, you know, type thing. So for, for good and bad, right? So build that sure. into that that big picture, that long-term strategy that, that you talked about. Yeah, couldn't agree with you more, brother. Hey, man, so I, hey, I like – like to say thank you very much uh, take the opportunity i know you're a busy individual and you got uh you, you're taking a few moments out of your day to to tell the listeners about you know what the sporting world is you know um amongst all its glamour and and, and big dollars so uh thanks very much for for that and uh you know i, I look forward to to watching literally or figuratively watching you on 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 TV in years to come and, and wish you nothing but uh, the best of luck. I really appreciate it, Ryan. Again, can't, can't give you a stronger endorsement as, as an individual. Uh, I think what you're doing is, is selfless and, and really helpful for those who are 
looking for a good resource. So thanks for sharing some time with me. It was good catching up with you. And uh, if, if there's anyone who, uh, who reaches out uh, to you trying to get a hold of me for anything, please uh, share my contact info. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll put your I'll put your LinkedIn profile in the show notes so listeners out there will will be able to find it there. Sounds good, brother. All right, thanks, man. Hey, thank you very much, Nate, for joining. Uh, that is a, a detailed and look. And again, it's coming from the strength and conditioning, uh, you know, operational coaching side. But, but the whole moral story is to realize that uh, it's a it's an ultra competitive environment, and you got to really, really work from the ground up and compete to be better than the next person. And and there's a lot of um, you know behind the scenes things that you don't see, you know, under the under the lights on game night. So. Uh, thanks for shedding some insight on that and I appreciate uh, that for the listeners out there uh, you know you want to hear more about what this podcast offers uh, then go, go to www.viewfromtheskies.weebly.com uh, check out some of the, link, the links to the other podcast episodes uh, or you can also check out the blog and blog as well uh, and then please by all means leave me some feedback there or leave me some feedback uh, on the anchor uh, we can leave a voice message and I can incorporate it into future episodes. And then, uh, uh, you know, also on, on uh, Apple Podcasts, if you're listening there, then rate and review me. So thank you very much. It's been a pleasure leaving the foxhole better for the next person.